Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. You're making me very self-conscious of my lips, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I just don't use lip balm. Why don't you use lip balm? I don't like that feeling. The feeling of moisture? Yeah. I, I mean, I guess. I don't know. The feeling of healthful lips? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I, I hate taxes so much. Um, I was printing out the, the receipts for the podcast host, you know, for, for what I pay for podcast hosting. Yeah. And it's not a lot of money, uh, because I can do most of it by myself. I mean, I can, I can edit the shows and all that stuff. So I don't spend a lot of money. Um, and for the first four months I get like 40% off. I get like a really good discount, but I'm still printing out whole ass pieces of paper to write off a $3, (laughs) $3 expense. Cause fuck you taxes. Yeah. I mean, really like, uh, my mother always said, uh, don't, why why would you cut them a break? They'll never cut you a break in your entire life. Like they never will. Yeah. They'll never be like, Oh, this isn't that much. (laughs) Don't worry about it. That's not how they work. So you don't do that either. Um, do you remember that time that they sent me the notice that I owed 900 and something dollars in back taxes? Yes, I do. Uh, and I was terrified cause I was like, what? And it was for like the year 2010 or something when I was like literally sitting there going like, I don't think I made $900 in 2010. Like, cause I was, that was the, or 2009 was the year I was like really unemployed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I don't think I made that much the entire year. So I looked at my my records, and they had misplaced a decimal point. Oh my god! So I owed them like less than ninety dollars. Um, and according to you know the accounting stuff I had read, the amount of money I earned, which was on a ten ninety nine, was low enough that I didn't need to uh, declare it. Right. So I wrote them. And said, hey, here's obviously what your mistake was. And they wrote me back and went, well, you owe us $90. <laughs> I was like, fine. Please accept this uh, check for, for $90 and this crudely drawn penis as a token of my appreciation <laughs> for all year. But yeah, so uh, like, it's funny. Every now and then I'll feel stupid because I'm like printing an entire ass piece of paper just to get, you know, an invoice for like $4. Mm-hmm. And then I remember that I hate taxes so yeah. much yeah um you know it, it will I, i'm not going to get all anarcho-capitalist but it's just it's taxes really are like the great deterrent for success and the great deterrent for uh you know entrepreneurism i really do believe that um a friend of mine once said uh what was it he said um you know what they do to discourage you from doing things they tax it. Like they don't want you to buy sugary soda. They tax it. They don't right. want you to smoke cigarettes. They tax it. Yeah. What else do they tax when you make a lot of money? They mm-hmm. tax. It. <laughs> and by a lot, I mean, really any, I mean the, the vast majority of, of taxes, uh, of the tax burden is held by the middle class. So, uh, what was it? Um, 
I, do you, one time I remember posting on Facebook, I was mad about my taxes when I had a day job mm-hmm. and somebody said, you just get it all back at the start of the next year anyway. And I was like, motherfucker, I get like $500 back. They're yeah. taking that out every five months. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, I don't know about you, but they like, I know that they changed the way the tax code was, um, just kind of, um, like, uh, no, I don't know words. And, um, <laughs> And, uh, like, so, but they didn't, like, actually fix it in the way taxes were coming out of, like, paychecks last year. So, like, I should have gotten money back, but I didn't because they weren't taking the right out of money. So, I owed a bunch of money. Uh, um, yeah. It's not my fault that, that you didn't fix that. Um, that's true. I can't fix it. Right? <laughs> well, and, and that's, you know, what was I saw a meme that was, like, uh, that was, like, uh, you need to pay your taxes. Okay, well, how much do I owe you? You have to figure that out. So, I choose how much I want to give like a, like a donation. No, there's an exact number you have to give, but we're not going to tell it to you. And if you get it wrong, you go to prison. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that is some extreme math. You know, that's some extreme mathematics. Like (laughs) it's like uh gun deer head math. Mm -hmm. So didn't you, you, were you talking about earlier today that you had a tax problem? Yeah. Just, just a little, Huge tax problem. Um, I was uh, I was talking to somebody that I worked with yesterday, and then I was like, "Oh my god, am I being like I should look at my pay stub and make sure that like I don't have Philly taxes coming out of my paycheck because I don't live in Philly or work in Philly, but I've had them come out in the past because I live so close to Philly, so I've worked in Philly, mm-hmm. and I checked and I realized that yeah, eight hundred dollars this year have come out um for Philly city tax." And I haven't been working in city, um, in Philly all year. Um, so it looks like my work just has the wrong address for me and they think I'm working, um, in a store in Philly. So is I, there anything you can do about that? Are you going to be able to get any of your money back? I don't like, I, I don't know. I, I definitely like, I sent out an email, so it's going to be corrected probably unless Good. they like email me back and they're like, um, no, we just do it like this. Because no, we you want live Philly there. to have money. Yeah. <laughs> we, need, we need you to uh, to pay for all the infrastructure you don't use day in, day out, because we just can't afford it. Exactly. Well, yeah, they really do. Um, but, uh, but and Philly, Philly city tax is not like a, a small deal. Like, it, it costs a bunch of, bunch of money per paycheck. Like, it's coming out, yeah. um, like, you know, between $30 and $40 a paycheck for me, which is like, it's not a lot if you make hundred thousand a year or something like that, but I don't. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a big deal. So, um, it'll definitely get corrected, but I also was like, can you like help me get my money back? And so I don't know what's really, please help, please. I needed that money. Um, <laughs> and you know where I live, cause I live in the suburbs. I mean, you do too now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I live in the suburbs outside of Dayton, Ohio, which is a sizable city, and I don't pay Dayton city taxes. I pay uh, my municipal, you know, my municipality's taxes, and it's so funny because they're all like exactly the same, except that one town. There's there's literally one. I don't want to name it. I feel like that would be shitty. Okay. But there's this one. There's this one township uh, that's a suburb of Dayton that is notorious for just super high and complicated city taxes. That's. That's so weird, um, especially because, I mean, besides Philly, like any, any, as far as I know, any of like the suburban areas outside, like don't have like specific taxes that, you know, come out of your pay. Um, it's just state. 
Yeah. No, uh, w- here we have, you know, we have minor city taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they're very, very minuscule and you file at the end of the whatever. But uh, then in that township, everyone I know who lives there is always like, oh, God, got to file my city tax. And I'm like, I have literally never had to do anything but click a button on my Quicken or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I, But I don't live there. Yeah. So it's just funny how it can vary so very much. Yeah, oh, definitely. And in in Philly, like, I, wait, can you do it online now? You can do it online, but it was, like, super confusing. Um, Yeah. And weird. Yeah, it's not, it's not like, like, like doing normal, like, federal or state taxes. It's weird. Um, Oh, you think that's bad? Try filing a copyright sometime. They just started allowing you to do it electronically like eight years ago, and they just stopped accepting VHS tapes last year. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I filed a copyright. I've never filed one digitally before. So You filed? What did you copyright? Like, songs? Was that copyright, or was that, or was that like BMI ASCAP? No, copyright. Oh, really? Yeah. Like with the LOC? Um. The Library of Congress. Sorry, yeah, I yeah, thought you were it, hip. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, no. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. I mean, yeah. that, I'm sure that's a very different form than fi- than filing for a motion picture, because that's all I've ever copywritten yeah. for motion pictures. Uh, yeah. It's not, I mean, it's not a huge, a huge deal, but I haven't done it in a while, and I should probably do that. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it couldn't hurt. It's uh, not like it anybody wants my songs, so... You know, well, I'm pretty sure you get a lot of protection by being by being uh, backed by BMI or ASCAP, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that I mean, that probably takes care of most of the business anyway. I guess. Um, I guess. I, I mean, well, well, it protects performance. I, I guess if somebody wanted to just print your lyrics and sell slips of paper mm-hmm. with, <laughs> with your lyrics on them, I guess that would be I don't think ASCAP would protect that. Yeah. Well, what, I mean, someone could claim that they wrote the song before me. That's true. So. Well, that's when you just, you know, kill them. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) It's mob rule in the show business, okay? It's mob rule. But uh, have you had any other terrible experiences with taxes or with the government? (laughs) Sorry, as I said that, it became funnier (laughs) to me. Um, um, Yeah, I mean, I I haven't had, like, like terrible or good experiences with taxes. Um. (laughs) Oh, it would be weird if you had good experiences. Yeah, you know, like, I just love paying my taxes, and it's been great. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, but uh, but last time I had anything that had to do with taxes that didn't end up being a big deal is, like, I I have um that thing where the post office will email you when you, have, when you get mail. Yeah, um, I have that, too. Yeah, it's nice uh, sometimes, except when you're at work and you look at it and it's like, oh, you're getting mail from the IRS. Yeah, then you get to wait all day. Yeah. It's like and, a Werther's original of fear. You get to suck on the whole day. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure it didn't even come that day. It came the next day. So I was just yeah. like, what's going on? And it turned out it was just um like them being like, hey, um, your student loan company, you know, you requested to send this document to them. We just wanted to make sure it was you. So it was like no big deal. But I thought I was like, I thought I was getting audited. And I was like, I don't know. You never are happy when you get an IRS letter. It's not going to like the odds that it's going to be like, Hey, just wanted to say, we hope you're well. That's not how it works. Yeah. 
No, I love that. Uh, uh, I, I, the name of it is escaping me at the moment, but the, the thing where they email you and let you know what mail is coming that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that because uh, there have been days where I've been able to look forward all day to uh, getting my paycheck or something from a job because I see it, you know, ahead of time. But also every now and then you, one of the, the little documents, for those who don't know, uh, yeah, you can get in many postal service uh, areas, you can get scans of your mail as they come. I guess that's how they keep track of them is scanning them anyway. Right. Yeah. I think that's how it works. Because it definitely looks like a sloppy scanning. So it's not like Mm -hmm. they're, you know, but anyway, uh, every now and then though, it'll just be a square that says like this, this item could not be scanned or this item failed to scan or something like that. Yeah. And I'm always like, Oh, what could that be? (laughs) And it's always, you know, it's always AT&T U-verse. Exactly. Yeah. It's never anything exciting ever. Um, but it is cool when they, they'll have a little button that says like, click here. If you did not receive this today, that's kind of nice, mm-hmm. you know, so that you can get a head, you know, a head start on if any of your mail's been lost. Yeah, that is nice. I also, it seems like whenever I have like a package coming um, that I like, I'm pretty sure it's coming because I've been following it. Um, it will that the email will, will like not include that and I'll look and I'll be like, no, there's not a package coming at any point. And then it'll just show up anyway, which <laughs> yeah, is I've had that happen kind too. of a nice surprise. Um, but confusing. Yeah. I had a pair of glasses come and the, uh, the mail tracking thing was saying it would be there Friday and it was like Wednesday. And I was like, Oh cool. My glasses are here now. Mm-hmm. Bizarre, but yay. So, <laughs> So, uh, you delivered for Amazon a little bit, didn't you? Like for like a day, but yes. I mean, that's a little bit. Yeah. That's a really little bit. Yeah. What, what is it? What did you think? Was it like being a post office person? Did you whistle and, and run from dogs and stuff or? No, I did see two dogs, but they weren't scared of me or angry at me because they had never seen me before. So it's not like they were <laughs> used to me like invading their territory or anything. Um, it was it was okay. Uh, I was really stressed the whole time. Um and uh Why were you stressed? Cuz I didn't know what I was doing at all. Like you just like okay. it's just like, "Hey, you picked up the ships. Like go to this place and they'll explain it to you and they'll like kind of explain it in a way that you might understand or not." Um <laughs> and my phone like wasn't like I had to scan the packages that I was delivering on my phone. And I think that's when I had my last phone and it like was like, I'm just not going to scan things. Um, so it just took a really long time. And then I, you know, you got to choose where you want to deliver to and none of the places were close. So it was like a half hour away from there, which wasn't close to where I live anyway. Um, it was just weird. And sure. It was a weird experience. I would do it again if somebody would let me not would like give me a car to do it. And like, Oh yeah, it was not my car, but yeah. Well, now they're all about those sprinter van deliverers. Yeah. I don't see, I don't have very many packages where I am. I don't have very many packages come from like people in their car anymore. Yeah. I don't think I do too, but I'm also like not always around during the day when I get packages. So I can't tell. Oh, um, look at you uh, at a job uh, working, sorry, not man. answering the door in a robe. <laughs> I, I checked my mail in a robe today. Every time I do that, I'm like, wow, this is what it is to be a Kennedy. Yeah. Just wearing a robe, getting mail. I assume that's what they did. I don't, um, I don't see why not, you know? <laughs> um, uh, you know what I saw today? I saw something that I, I had never seen before. 
Yeah. I went to UPS to drop off a package. And on my way there, I noticed like a couple of different U-Haul trucks, like little, not vans, but you know, trucks, like the little, you know, the kind of truck like you would use to move. Yeah. Um, you know, not the huge U-Hauls, but the kind of medium sized ones. Mm-hmm. I saw two of them on my way to the UPS and both of them turned into UPS. And I was like, okay. So I, I drop off my package and as I'm leaving on my way out, I passed five more U-Haul trucks and they were each driven by a UPS employee wearing the brown shirt. I guess they ran low on trucks or something. Oh, wow. I mean, the holidays are coming. Mm -hmm. So I I want, I just, that made me curious because I was like, I'm noticing something. Is this, what is this? That's so weird. (laughs) It was, it was odd because, you know, then I'm at UPS and they have, Tons and tons and tons of trucks. Mm-hmm. But I guess they didn't have enough. That's impressive. I, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, so uh, how's your sweat level right now? Uh, I am, I'm, I'm sweating a lot. So... <laughs> It's not, it's not good. It hasn't been good all day. So, oh, yeah. so it's not just the show this time. No, it could just be the show. I'm not really sure. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it definitely could just be, you know, me worrying about it all day. Who knows? Oh, well, that's, I mean, at least there's that. Um, yeah. <laughs> did, have you, have any of your friends listened to, to the last, uh, episodes? Um, it looks like maybe. Sort of. At, maybe sort of. At least at least a a friend, maybe? I don't know. How does that make you feel? I don't know. Like not great. <laughs> well, I mean, you you actually listened back to the episode. Mostly. 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 I, I like I couldn't I don't think I made it all the way through either, but I like just kind of checked on them and made sure that they weren't like, so so yeah. Know. Well, so hearing your voice is, does it make you nervous? Um, no, it's not my voice. It's what I'm saying. <laughs> is is that why you prefer uh you know music because you like prepare it all ahead of time or? Um, maybe. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I have more control over what the content is going to be. Maybe. Sure. Um. But not that I like hearing myself singing or any of that either. So. You don't like hearing yourself sing? No. No. What? Really? <laughs> Why, I'm surprised because you have a really great singing voice. That's nice of you to say, but I don't like hearing myself singing. I don't like having monitors on when I sing or listening <laughs> back to things. I'll pretty much go out of my way not to listen to myself sing. Yeah. Well, why don't you just hire a singer on Fiverr then for your albums? Because that would cost uh, some money, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm free. Because <laughs> I'm affordable, available, and ready to go. Exactly. That's whenever I act in one of my own projects, people always say, "Like, why'd you act in that?" I'm like, "Because I'm available and affordable, and you know, I'm a pretty good guy." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I did not know that. I didn't know you didn't like hearing yourself sing. Yeah. No, I mean, in I don't mind hearing myself sing in in the contents, 
context of me physically singing in the moment, like like a person, like I don't mind hearing myself talk right now, more or less. <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really like this. Um, <laughs> but uh, but like any sort of like recording or amplification of my voice, it's just like no, no, that's enough of it. That's I don't want it anymore. Um, but I like singing. I just don't want to hear it. Okay. I mean, that's, a, that's, that's kind of bizarre to me, honestly. Really? Um, well, I mean, like, I guess I kind of get it. Cause I, I know a lot of people who just can't stand hearing recordings of their voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not one of those people. I love the soft buttery tone of my voice, but, <laughs> but I actually too, I'm weird. I like hearing my own voice. Well, I mean, that's good. I mean, I don't like hearing my own voice singing if I can hear that, you know, I'm not singing proficiently. Mm-hmm. You know, then I'll just be stressed out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but then again, I, I think that my singing voice and your singing voice uh, vary greatly. I guess, you know. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think it's like, like some people don't like reading their own writing, that kind of stuff. Uh, it just it's just too close to me and I can't, and it's very nice of you to say that I have a nice singing voice, but I can't, I don't know that I can't, I really am too close to it to be able to tell. Well, I mean, people must compliment your singing voice all the time. Some, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know sometimes maybe, but it doesn't, that that's like really nice, but like, I just assume that they're being nice. So. <laughs> well, can't people be nice and also honest? Yes, but I, but it's hard to tell. You know, it's, has anybody ever told like, like clearly lied to you about your voice or something? Um, no, but people have said not so great things about my voice. Like what? Um, well, I, I had a, uh, I, um, I worked briefly as an intern, I guess, at, um, at a, uh, what, the, what's that called when there's things? A recording studio? Um, close. But bed and breakfast? Almost. No. <laughs> um um a record label, like a small like basement record label in New York. Oh, okay. Um and uh like the dude that I was, you know, working for, I think like I eventually showed him um some of my music. Um and he basically just said that it was like I sounded better than he expected. But like <laughs> but in a way that like was not like nice exactly. Um like was slightly condescending. Um, uh, yeah, I would say. Yeah. Uh, so this guy, he owned the label. Yes. Yeah. And and did he was he in a band? No. Was he a singer actually, or a musician? He, he wasn't. No. He just like knew musicians. I guess he just knew them. Yes. He just knew how to take advantage of exactly. them. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I mean, like, how old were you at this time? Um. I don't know. Uh, I was I was in college. So that must have been, maybe I was like, maybe I was like 22 or 23, 24. Okay. One of those. So, so so this was while you were in college, which I guess most internships take place Mm -hmm. while you're in college. Um, I didn't have the college experience, obviously. So um, I've got to like ask those questions. Otherwise I have no clue what's going on. So you know what? Let's, that's a great idea. Let's talk about, about you going to college. Why? 
because I'm curious because I have an outsider's perspective. Mm -hmm. So you're from, you were born in the Bronx, but you grew up in New Jersey and in central New Jersey. Yeah. 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 And, and, uh, you decided to go to school in Philadelphia. Yeah, I did. What school did you go to again? I don't want to get it wrong. Um, I actually went to two different schools. I went to the art Institute of Philadelphia, which I believe doesn't exist anymore. Or if it does, it won't exist for much longer. It was burned down after a sports event. N- no, I burned it down. Um, uh, it it went. I was, you're supposed to provide me a safe space to drink my water. I'm sorry, when you're talking that. that sorry, go go on. Um, it it no, I believe it went bankrupt. Um, I, they're just they just closed a bunch of locations because it was a for profit kind of school, and it just didn't didn't work out for itself. Um. I guess. I don't know. Um, and then I transferred to Drexel University. Okay, so you went to Drexel. See, because I, if I hadn't asked, I would have accidentally said you went to Temple because my friend Eric oh, went yeah, to Temple. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't go to Temple. Yeah. So, Temple University, this was not me bringing Judaism back mm, into the show. Yeah. Not this early on. <laughs> so, um, so tell me, so when you first went to school, it was at the Art Institute. Yes. Right? Yeah. And you were studying music? No, I was studying animation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because of your love of, like, anime and manga and stuff like that? Uh, I, I mean, I guess. I guess I wanted to be an animator, you know? Well, I mean, I would assume. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, and how long did you go there again? Um, like, I don't know, like a year and a half. Probably. Okay. Um, and you lived on campus? N- no, I commuted from New Jersey. Um, oh, so it was like an hour each way, hour and a half each yeah, way? Yeah, an hour, basically an hour each way. Um, it, that, it wasn't like a normal college. Uh, as I mentioned, it was kind of a more of a for-profit school. So they did have like apartments, sort of, but not really right. dorms. Most of the people who went there didn't live there. Um, okay. Yeah. So, and then what made you decide to change schools? Um, I wasn't having the best time doing animation. Um, uh, In what way? It It's like just super hard. And I didn't think I was proficient enough in it. Um, and uh, yeah, basically. And I didn't feel like I wanted to do it anymore. Uh, it, yeah, so... So what was your move? Like, how did you, how did you decide to, to change schools or whatever? Like, how did that go? Um, How'd that work? I, I mean, I just started, I I mean, I just talked to the the folks at that school about changing. Um, and they were like, they were like, Hey, you're a really good animator, which is like not true. Um, (laughs) but, uh, but like, uh, I I don't know. I just thought like maybe I could do like music and recording because I liked music. And at that point, like I was bringing my guitar to school at the art institute and like doing some like a little bit of busking like not a lot um but between classes and stuff uh so i thought like that i could get into recording because that would be cool um yeah so i was just looking for schools who had recording programs so you you went to um refresh my memory again what was the school's name uh drexel is that what we drexel yeah um, and, and, and cause they had a recording program. Yeah. yeah. So you majored in, in recording music yeah, or what was the, I majored yeah. in what, what was called music industry. I don't know if it, if it exists in that form anymore. I have no idea. 
Um, but it huh. was like, it was like, like a, you could, like a two, it, like it's split off. So you could either focus on recording like an engineering or you could focus on like music management. Okay. Um, so yeah. So, and, and do you feel like, how do you feel about your college experience? Um, it's complicated, I guess. Um, <laughs> I feel like maybe people when they're like 18 shouldn't make decisions about the rest of their life. Is what I what I normally feel like about all of my decisions. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't have a bad time there or anything. Um, it, it's kind of a field that like there's not a lot of opportunity in, um, especially because recording has changed so much um, in recent years with you know recording digitally and everybody just kind of doing stuff through their computers or like yeah getting their friends to record them for like no money. Um, so things have just really changed and it was probably like not a great move, but, uh, there's, but I, I don't know. I, I like, it was okay. (laughs) And this was in 2006, seven range, right? So, so you went to school and you were pretty much just majoring in like a, a dying business. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, no, cause like if you, in hindsight, mm-hmm. it's very clear that in 2007, 2008 labels were overall on the way out. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and there still are labels, but it's so funny now when I hear a band say like, we signed to a label. I'm just like, what? Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Is Yeah. I'm like, huh? Like, I thought you just, why don't you just put it on iTunes? Yeah. Like, I'm, I don't understand what's going on. Yeah. It's not like <laughs> so, it costs that much money to record. Like, why do you need a label? Like, what are you doing? Um, yeah, it's it's just kind of surprising. And then, of course, the labels pretty much never invest in marketing anymore because they're all trying to save money because it's so hard to be a label right. now. But one positive definitely did come out of you going to college, right? What? <laughs> the way the way just that fearful what <laughs> you fell you fell in love with Philly. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I did. Um, that's true. And I also busked a lot. Um, that's when mm-hmm. I was like most active busking. Um, not that I was making any money at that point busking uh, at all. Um, and for those who don't know, busking is playing music on, on the, like on the sidewalk yeah, like street, street for money. Performing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's definitely those things, but then of course it's like, was it a good idea that I liked Philly? Does this really help me in any way? Should I have just kind of stayed in New Jersey? You know? Well, you've managed to buy two houses. Not now, not concurrent ownership although you kind of own both houses for like five minutes or something it was like it was like no 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 actually for like a day i didn't own any house it was the other way around um yeah gotta join the club i don't own any house every day or an apartment or anything that was just like hey you you're here in this space but you actually shouldn't be um but i'm just saying i mean you live in your second the second house that you've owned in the philadelphia area that's that's Probably correct. I mean, I would call that successfully building a home when you literally have one. Uh, I mean, I'm going to have to disagree with you, but. <laughs> How? How? I don't know. You're have to expand on that disagreement. Um, I, I mean, I don't know that I've done anything that is good. You know, like, <laughs> I just like, I'm just kind of lucky that I don't know. Yeah. 
I I hate the word lucky. Um because lucky implies just like no involvement of self. Mm-hmm. I prefer phrases like fortunate. Because it's like you know, I feel like I feel like although I could just be, you know, murdering the English language, I feel like fortunate is a little bit more like appreciative but not as random. I mean, I can see I could see what you mean. I don't know if I agree. Um, well, I just feel like lucky is like, you know, I'm having a lucky streak as where it's like, I've been very fortunate in my job. You know, I just feel like they're different. I, I mean, I, I can, I can see how you feel, I guess. <laughs> I can see what you're getting at. You are wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but no, I mean, why would you, I mean, you've got to, I mean, you, ever since I've known you and I met you, you know, over a decade ago. You've always loved Philly because when I met you, you were back in Jersey for a little Mm -hmm. while. Yeah. And pretty much the entire first year or two I knew you, it was all about the quest to come back to Philly. Mm -hmm. That was the entire, that was the entire, you know, your entire character arc of that, of those seasons (laughs) was, was getting back to Philly. Yeah. Um, Cause I remember uh, you had a, you went back to West Philly, right? Mm -hmm. It was first you went to West Philly and you had that roommate that didn't work out so much. Um, and I remember visiting you at that apartment. So, uh, and then did you, were you still, uh, were you still there? I mean, you didn't go back. Did you end up back in Jersey for a little while after yes, that? Yeah, I, I did can't remember. for okay. a while. Um, yeah, that, that was when you had the long stretch mm-hmm. back in Jersey. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then it was when you started working in Deptford, right? That was when you came back to Philly. That's actually again. when I went back to Philly the first time when I had that roommate that didn't work out okay yeah yeah because deptford which the irony that you were actually working in new jersey but it was much closer to philadelphia than it was to where you lived in jersey yeah, right exactly yeah <laughs> oh states and their complications yeah. but uh but no I, I remember that you know i remember how hard you were working to be back in philly so you must have a fondness for philly yeah no i i do i do but like for a while there philly just kind of felt like like in a abusive boyfriend basically like i like really liked it but every time i tried to do anything about it like find an apartment or any of that stuff um it just like just beat me up really bad i i i do remember that yeah so um i'm just never i mean like i guess things are going okay maybe um (laughs) you own a house it doesn't matter Are you, what, you think some, like, like your, like your high school principal is going to show up tomorrow and be like, this isn't yours, get out. I mean, I don't even remember my high school principal. <laughs> Me neither. As soon as I said that, I was like, fuck, who is my yeah, high school like, principal? Yeah, like, I have no idea now. Um, <laughs> I just, when I say your high school principal, I really just mean the high school principal from Back to the Future. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting. You're a slacker. Your father was a slacker and you're a slacker. But... <laughs> But no, I mean, you, do you, you're so uncomfortable saying that Philly is home. I mean, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, yeah, no, I just, I just don't know. I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess it is now. Well, I mean, you, you have a house uh, in a nice neighborhood and it's a nice house. Um, And you have a cat. That's nice. Maybe. And has most of a face. Yeah. Most of it. Um, <laughs> I, 
I feel like I, I, I want to do a whole other thing about gigs. So okay. we'll just leave it with Michelle's cat has some parts of her face missing. Yeah. But <laughs> we can go into that better some mm-hmm. other time. Um, but no, I mean, so I think you've definitely made a home for yourself in Philadelphia. Yeah. I mean, there's no yeah, doubt. I guess so. Nah. I mean, you've successfully purchased two different homes. That's impressive in and of itself. I'm not going to, like, agree with you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time.